The Profane Argument is a podcast for secularists, freethinkers, agnostics, and atheists. We discuss topics that we think are relevant to non-believers. Welcome to the show. And welcome to the 13th episode of the Profane Argument Podcast. My name is Ray, and along with me are... Hi, I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Okay, the first thing that I would like to address, uh, a couple episodes ago, there was a comment that I didn't see in time for last episode, but it was a comment from a Redditor named Dad Ashton, I believe was be how you pronounce that. And his comment was on our Christian beliefs. We had an episode where we talked about Christian beliefs and which ones are most crazy. He specified, he grabbed a few of them and said that some of these are not Christian beliefs. And specifically in the list, he put transubstantiation, men having one fewer ribs than women, dinosaurs and humans living together, the rapture, and drinking poison, handling snakes, and faith healing. And he says uh, some Christians might believe them, but they don't qualify. Why not? Now, <laughs> I don't know exactly what qualify means in this context, or how these things wouldn't qualify. Qualify, as, ideas? qualify as Christian beliefs. I mean, transubstantiation, obviously, is a Christian belief. All the Catholics do it. So it might not be all Christians, but it's a whole pile of them. Right. So what I would say in response is that you may not think that they somehow qualify, but they are things that come from the Christian belief system. The rapture and second coming, that specifically was not a uh, a thing until the New Testament. It's definitely a Christian idea. The drinking poison, that's straight out of Mark. So if it's not a Christian belief, I don't know what the origin would be. I still have to think that all of these are Christian beliefs. Well, I, th I would say that dinosaurs and humans living together is not a traditional Christian belief. That's kind of a new one. So, But it is a Christian belief. <laughs> it, it is a current Christian belief, yes. But I'll give them um, historical Christian belief. It's not one because they didn't know about dinosaurs. So, Well, apparently, according to him, none of us are credible because we were automatically assuming they were all false. Right. We need, right. That makes that no sense to me. That was the second part of what he said, yeah. What fucking um, podcast is he listening to? <laughs> <laughs> he says, if you want to be credible, try some objectivity. Well, I have to say to that, I approach everything as with, with skepticism, thinking that it's possible that it could be false. So the idea behind that being, what's the line? Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. So these claims that are being made that have come from Christianity don't have any evidence to support them. So, yes, I am assuming at that point that they're false. Actually, I wouldn't even calling it assuming. I am just saying that they are false because there's no evidence to support such a claim. But in any case, Agreed. another thing that I wanted to talk about, uh, this was just put up on Twitter by, and I hope I don't screw his name up too bad, by Faisal Saeed Al-Mutar. He pointed out on Twitter that in Arabic Twitter, there is a hashtag which is trending, which translates to, we demand the killing of atheists. Oh. I just saw this. It, it just came up a couple hours ago, started trending. I don't know what has changed. I mean, obviously, the uh, 
the Islamic world has never been a fan of atheists, but I don't know why that has suddenly become a uh, trending topic. I wonder why atheists are so much more hated than somebody who has like a completely different belief system than you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Is it because like, I mean, I'm stupid enough to believe in a God and he's stupid enough to believe in some different God, but this guy's saying we're both fucking stupid. (laughs) I mean, is that what it is? Like, I, I mean, I, I know atheists are well hated yeah. amongst everybody over gays. Over, well, you know, I mean, we're not out there demanding uh, rights. It's neck and neck. Well, well here's the thing. Yeah. We're not – atheists aren't – real. well, I mean, atheists do demand a few things, but not like the gays demand. And the gays have mm-hmm. a bigger right. I mean, they're – you know, I could walk around all day. No one knows what my belief system is or, or non-belief system. But uh, if I were gay, people – you know, it could be pretty obvious to some people and I would like to get married. No one's stopping atheists from getting married. But when they talk about, like, voting for president and stuff like that, they're like, would you vote for a gay, a black, an atheist? Mm. Atheist always at the bottom of the list. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is true. Although when you get married as an atheist, they really do push the scripture on you, or at least can we – a verse. Can you say a – can we say a verse? No. <laughs> We've been over this. <laughs> no verse. Even though it, it, yeah, it's, it, it's not quite so obvious, there still are people that kind of look at you sideways when they find out, so. No, I, I agree. In Islam, there is a – amount of animosity toward apostate, someone who's been a Muslim and has left the faith. Mm. And I don't know that there is a distinguishing factor there between someone who's left the faith and become an atheist or like someone who has become a Christian. I don't know if there's a distinguishing factor there. I don't really, I, I read the Quran and the, the idea of non-believers and how they should be hated and not trusted. It, it's all throughout it. It, mm-hmm. it really is. But I don't know like for Christians, I don't know why it's such a you know such vitriol. You read the well, Quran? <laughs> I did. Jesus, right? You take this shit seriously? <laughs> <laughs> like of your own volition, you're just like fuck it. I'm reading the Quran. I want to see what this is all about. Well, yes, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to. I wanted to know. And I'll be honest. I there were parts that you know were skimmed. It it's incredibly repetitive. But yeah, I I, I wanted to know what it said. I, I'm. Tired of listening to people who didn't seem like they really knew what was in the book, so. I mean, hey, I mean, more power to you, man. I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there anything in the Bible about um, non-believers? I mean, how they should be treated? I mean, is it is this just a, a Muslim interpretive issue of what's in the Quran, or a literal interpretation of what's in the Quran? And so there is, and unfortunately, I am not going to be able to reference anything. I mm. don't memorize verses or anything like that. I, I know there is, but not nearly to the extent okay. that it is in the Quran. And always the fundamental problem, it, no, no pun intended, is that um, the, the Quran is specifically says in it, this is the word of God and must be followed to the letter, whereas the Bible is interpreted by John and Mark and, and all those other people. So the best that I can remember, I remember in the, the Paul's letters to the Corinthians, he he says that you should purge the evil person from among you. And the evil person in this case, he defines as being uh, swindlers, idolaters, non-believers. Hmm. So, but that's, I mean, really, that's as aggressive as you get. In the Quran, it is very more violent. It's not just purge them from you, but it's feel free to enslave them. If, if they speak out against Allah, strike their heads off. Like, it is very... Specific and very violent. Hmm. I don't believe the Bible quite has that. And yet, in the U.S., which is dominated by Christian believers, 
atheists are like you said right up there on the hated list yeah but i don't i don't think our, our lives are threatened for the most part though that's a, that's the bit of a difference well not by christians but apparently sure something to keep in mind well in a in a similar vein karen you mentioned yep. that uh, several atheists are under attack on uh, social media yeah on facebook is is facing criticism because they removed a number of major atheist groups and pages from their site and the reason they removed them is because there was a concerted effort by fundamentalists to report them as oh, I don't know what to call it in Facebook. It, it, they were reported as um, abusive. Somehow. Abusive. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. They were be reported as abusive, which I guess to them they that is a reasonable interpretation. Right. But uh, Facebook. So the point was they just got so many tickets saying yep. this group has been reported. This group has been reported. This group has been reported for you know inappropriate something for abusive yep. something, and, and Facebook's like, all right, it worked. We'll just get rid of them. Yep, and they did. Yeah. Now I don't know if this kind of stuff is once you hit a certain threat threshold, it becomes automatic, or if somebody needs to actually review it. But they still haven't been put back. So I think it's Facebook just trying to keep a low profile in an area where keeping a low profile is probably a really good idea. So yeah, that's too bad. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Well, it's one of the it's one of the few areas where you know atheists in that area can actually discuss things and talk because so much of what they do is, you know, it threatens their lives. Right. I, I guess, uh, again, it comes back to Jared's question of why take such an aggressive stance, uh, you know, against mm. that. And Because your book says you're supposed to. I guess. Maybe yeah. you're just, and again, maybe you're just, I can only assume you're just filled that, that, that atheism specifically just fills you with so much doubt that it makes you that angry because- you know, them blowing up atheist sites on Facebook it doesn't shake me in the least. No. I'm not like, oh, they are right. I should get <laughs> baptized. What was I thinking? But it, it's a it's a danger to their children because if the word gets out that the, there's another way of living your life, that well, it threatens you, their way of life. Right. Do you absolutely. think it more comes from the top down, though, where priests and the higher up in the Vatican and all these other places were like, Jesus Christ, if if we if people start becoming atheists, then the money flow is gone. The power yes. is gone. So we got to tell these people that atheists are bad and really scare the shit out of them, you know? Sure. So that way atheists yeah, are like absolutely. the worst of the fucking worst. Because other than that, like, it would just be like, well, I'm sorry you don't believe what I believe. Let me try to get you to believe what I believe. But if hmm. it doesn't work, you know, I'll pray for you. But now it's more like you threaten my whole existence and you must be wiped out and you have to disappear. Sorry. Yeah. You have to disappear. I think part – you know, it's classic tribalism and you are different than I am. So therefore, you are at a minimum wrong and at a, at a worst evil and must be killed. But they don't it's, seem to hate Buddhists like they hate atheists or uh, – you know, there's right, no backlash more, against Scientology. For, for, for the atheists, it seems like it's more like just the fact that an, a non-believer exists is a attack on my religious beliefs. Mm. It's like the whole cake thing, baking a cake for a gay wedding. Mm -hmm. It's like you're just baking a cake. That's all you're being asked to do. No, nope, it's an attack on my religious beliefs. And apparently an atheist just existing and not believing in a god is an attack on their belief structure. I don't, I don't yeah, cause quite follow that logic. They're not outside the celebrity center in L.A., trying to get Scientologists to convert or say that they're going to hell, but mm. they showed up at the Reason Rally, right? Oh, yeah. Right. So, I don't know. If, you're, if your dogma is so weak that it cannot stand scrutiny, it's weak, and you should not follow it anymore. Yeah. That was, that was not very smooth, but you get the idea. 
<laughs> no, it makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> really, and again, maybe uh, if someone else, you know, they see someone else who is committed to a different religion, and they know how fiercely they're committed to their own religion, and for some reason perceive atheists as just like undecided voters for some reason. Like, you can't just have no beliefs. They clearly just haven't heard the word that I heard. So if I share it with them, but if I share that same word with a Buddhist, they're going to be like, no, thank you. I've already got my spirituality sorted out. So, uh, you know, it would just be, you know, an even more uphill battle. Again, because it's, there's not as much information out there and people just don't understand, you know, atheism. And and what it what it entails. They were talking about that at the Reason Valley that atheism as a word has taken on a connotation that's not actually there. Well, hopefully that connotation has been lessening in the last you know since the Cold War ended. Yeah, because we were just watching an episode last night. I forget what it was called, but we were watching an episode of a show where they were talking about the Cold War and spies mm-hmm. during the Cold War, and it was. In the description of what was going on at the time, it was said, the USA is a faithful nation, and the Soviet Union was based on atheism. And so it was a faith versus atheism thing, as well as an us versus them, USA versus Russia kind of thing. And it was just... It was just glazed over, but that was one of their main points. If not their first point, was that it was faith versus atheism. So <laughs> Those godless was, Russians. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I think a lot of that red, you know, red menace notion from the Cold War is still in existence with the term atheism. Yeah, I would agree. Hmm. They didn't go into the whole, you know, capitalism versus communism at all. It was faith based yeah. and not faith based. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's not at all what it was about. Yeah, actually, economic systems, I don't even remember that being mentioned. Nope. Crazy. Yeah. All right. We have a huge list of, of uh, things that we want to get to. Oh, wait. Can I tell my quick story first before you Oh, yeah, absolutely. Get yeah. It's a humorous one, and then we can launch I into our to thing. I ma- forgot to make a note of it. Go ahead. <laughs> so, and I wish I had told you guys this last week because it happened a few weeks ago, but my mother went to a artist getaway vacation type thing where all these women go to this like compound. It's like a camp and they do art classes for like seven days straight. And they're kind of like up in the boonies. There's very little phone access, very little TV access, all that kind of stuff like that. And while she was there, she was after dinner, she was walking with this woman that she had met there who was about, I don't know, probably like 75 and they went through the a doorway, and all of a sudden, this woman just collapsed on the ground. And my mom like helped her up, and she had to wake up all the the innkeepers at this place, and they had to come. And this woman was in tremendous pain. And they're like, you know, listen, we think you might have uh, broken your hip, you know, because she couldn't get up. Mm. And they propped her up in the chair, and they're like, listen, we're, we got. And my mom said to the innkeepers, you got to call nine one one. Get get an ambulance here. We got to get her out of here. So they went to go make the phone call. And the woman said, no, 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 stop right there. I'm a Christian scientist. They're the ones that believe they don't go to hospitals. But she said, I'm a Christian scientist. I just need to call my faith healer and he's going to help me out of this. And my mom was like, you're out of your fucking mind. Are you serious? (laughs) Right. And the woman's like, that's just get me a cell phone. So she called her faith healer, uh, explained what had happened to him. And he said, okay, sit tight. Don't call the doctor. Don't go to the hospital. I'm going to I'm gonna pray for you. And she said, okay, and hung up the phone. <laughs> and my mother and the innkeepers are staring. They're looking. They're like, that's it? She's like, that's it. I'll be fine. And they're like, we really think you should call an ambulance. And she's like, nope. 
I'll be fine. Just put me in my room. So they had to like get carry her to her room because she couldn't walk. They kind of propped her up in a chair and it was like one o'clock in the morning and uh, there was nothing they could do. And they're like, okay, here's the TV remote. Knock yourself out. We're going back to bed. And she's like, okay, I'll be fine. And they left her. So come (laughs) seven o'clock in the morning, they knock on her door and my mom's like, how you doing? And she goes, call the ambulance. Get me. (laughs) (laughs) And she ended up going to the hospital. Oh, faith so, except uh, when uh, massive pain. Huh. Yeah, that that's something to drive you out of your faith is to sit there for eight hours with a broken hip, you know, yeah. oh. hoping your faith healer's working on it. <laughs> now, some of them just won't ex- um, like take blood. They won't accept a transfusion. Right. Jehovah's Witnesses won't accept a transfusion of blood. Okay. Right. But they're good. I thought the Christian scientists are, were the ones who took it way further. Mm. Well, in addition to the the no doctor and all that stuff like that, they also had a lot of the things that I thought only Jehovah's did, which was no birthdays, no holidays. Hmm. Because my mother said to her, it's like, oh, well, you're turning 76 next week, I hear. And the woman goes, you know, I've never celebrated one of my birthdays ever. And she's like, yeah, I guess you're right. I am turning 76 next week. And I was like, oh, my God. This <laughs> one, this one, this one's in, been in for a long time. <laughs> But she said, yes, take me to a doctor. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was all about that the next morning. I guess so, Jesus was busy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Christian science is correct. There, So it's very similar to other Christian beliefs, except adherents subscribe to a radical form of idealism, believing that reality is purely spiritual and the material world is an illusion. So that disease and mental disorders are rather than being a physical disorder that they should be treated not by medicine but by a form of prayer that seeks to correct the beliefs responsible for the illusion of ill health. It's just like the illusion of a Bigfoot all over again. <laughs> what about the illusion of a broken hip? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. After eight hours, she was pretty convinced that was real. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I've ruled it out. This is definitely real. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least she tried her faith way. I mean, she must have been in a great deal of pain. She gave it eight hours. I wonder if she would have gone after four hours. <laughs> yeah, except everyone was asleep. Yeah. <laughs> so I can only assume, too, that she's never had any kind of major injury or sickness yeah. that she – I mean, Jesus Christ, you know, if I break anything, any bone sticking out of anything, I would never – I mean, that would be enough to be like, okay, <laughs> enough of this faith bullshit. Yeah, after after a little while, you, you, you got to know it's it's not working. It's not true. I, oh, can you imagine though finding out at, at seventy five years of age that all this thing you've believed in your entire life is not true, and you're on you know death's door because well maybe not death's door, but you're seventy five years old, you've lived the majority of your life, and it's all been a lie. Oh, that's horrible. Mm, yeah. <laughs> This is why a certain conversation has never transpired between myself and my mother. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to burst that bubble. No. It, for 70 years, it has done her well, and let's just leave her alone. <laughs> so anyway, that was my quick story for you guys. I thought you'd get a kick out of that. Yeah. Sure. That's kind of depressing and sad. But <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. She's alive. She's not dead. Right. Yeah. Right. And she made it to a hospital, so she'll be taken care of. This is yeah. true. She suffered by her own volition. She did. Yeah. So this week we are going to address a question on conspiracy theories. We are going to try and weed through a whole bunch of them and figure out which might be the most plausible. And we're going to do this by eliminating them and taking out the ones that are least plausible. And we've got a big list, but I think we can narrow it down pretty quickly. Mm. Some of the, <laughs> but we're going to start with some that aren't going to be narrowed down. So we'll start with. So the first one is JFK. 
the JFK shooting. I think I think we're pretty clear on that. Yeah. Well, I, I hope so. <laughs> well, I mean, there's multiple theories on that, but I, I would stick with the it was a government plot to kill JFK. How they went about it, you can figure that out on your own, but that the government right. was behind it. Okay. Right. Uh, moon landing. That the moon landing was faked is the basic idea. Chemtrails. The idea behind this is that the jets that you see in the sky that are leaving trails behind them, those are not just trails from exhaust or whatever, but they are actual chemicals that have been put into the exhaust to, what, keep you passive? To keep the government in control? I've heard like, any number of things that they do give you cancer, that it's, it's aluminum, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Chemtrails is, is – I don't know if this is one that's been around a long time, but damn, do I hear a lot of people talk about it now. Yeah. Or is well, it I, is it something new? I think it's fairly new, and I think there's a, there's a very, very similar one, and that's fluoride in the water. Kind oh, of. fluoride is – But that's been around for a long time. Good mind control stuff. Yeah, that's been around for a long time. Mm. All right, so I'm going to make a note that – We're going to couple this with fluoridation. Right. Not just chemtrails, but that whole – Idea. Okay. Uh, the Avril Lavigne conspiracy. <laughs> you, got, you got to bring my me up personal speed favorite. On this. <laughs> okay. The Avril the Avril Lavigne one. If if nobody knows, is that mm. if anybody doesn't know, Avril Lavigne is a pop singer that uh, broke do. about ten years ago. That sure. the that Avril Lavigne came out had her first album. It was a tremendous hit. And while she was touring and whatever she did, she had a supposed body double that would like sign things for her or whatever, whenever Avril couldn't be around, what have you. And then suddenly Avril, the real Avril, died. And she was such a tremendous hit that the record company decided to use the body double as the next Avril Lavigne. And since since the first album, it has been the body double who's been doing all the work and not the original Avril Lavigne. And there are people who have pictures matching up mole marks and all kinds of crazy shit to prove that Avril Lavigne is not actually Avril Lavigne and that she is the body double. Okay, so it's essentially the movie Dave, except about Avril Lavigne. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Except that Avril was not in a coma. <laughs> she right. actually died. Why do they think she died? I missed that. Someone, it probably started as an everything. thing. One guy goes, hey, Avril Lavigne looks really different in this picture than she did during her first album. Next thing you know, body double. Wow. I, I do want to change one thing, though. You know, so I think, yeah, it was 2002 when her first album came out. So that was a few more years ago. Holy shit. Yeah, so was that 14 mm -hmm. years ago? Yeah. 14. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, 10, 14, you know. Yeah, that's pretty close. Cool. Yeah, no, I was going to say it felt the same, but still. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, uh, the Bilderberg meetings. Now, yes. I was not familiar with the Bilderberg meetings, but I'm I'm going to, Ian, if you could explain a little bit, and then I think I have a question after. Right. Well, I was going to say, to really, the, the truth behind them is really the conspiracy. Like, they're completely legit. Absolutely. They absolutely happen. They have, I want to say, between 120 and 150 participants every year from 20 to 30 different nations that get together, and they claim they're just, that it's just like a social gathering. They get together, they have a few informal topics that they chit-chat about, and, uh, you know, they enjoy tea crest sandwiches and, <laughs> and sip tea, and that's what they do. And there's, and you should see, and they, they publish the list of everybody who they allegedly invite. And I mean, they are all the, the power players beyond power players that are just getting together for fun <laughs> in a different, semi-secret location that's heavily guarded every year. Okay. Right. And so the conspiracy theory is that they are actually getting together to plot the, the control of the world? The conspiracy theory is 
back in, uh, I don't remember when they came out or were discovered slash came out. I want to say it was like 54, something around there. Um, as far as I'm concerned and as far as most conspiracy theorists are concerned is the Bilderberg meetings is the Illuminati opening, uh, operating in the semi-open. Right. But it is odd that you never see pictures, see anything. There's no video. There's nothing. Right. There's not, you know, CNN standing outside with cameras letting you showing the people going in and out. There's no coverage of this other than their incredibly bland website. (laughs) It's funny because I remember hearing about this group just this year, but not the name. I didn't know the name until you just said it. So my question is... Also on this list, further down the list, we have listed the Bohemian Grove. And I don't know if you're familiar with the Bohemian Grove, but it's basically the exact same thing, except it always takes place at a camp in California, and I believe it is only American males who are invited. So it's a subgroup. Oh, okay. But it's power players, though? Yes. okay. You have to be invited. Most presidents have been invited major like corporation owners like the the big the big names the huge names you know the kennedys right there's actually a picture that some pictures have have surfaced uh there's a picture that uh, is on one of the uh, web pages that I'll link up that has uh, Richard Nixon sitting at a table with Ronald Reagan and I don't know this name oh Harvey Hancock is the one uh standing and and talking to people it's like just American, just male, and it's in California. But other than that, it sounds exactly the same. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And they, they don't claim to be anything official. They just get together to be like a like a, a little think tank and socialize and swap ideas and play horseshoes, that sort of thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is exactly the case. So I'm going to put those two together, I think. Sounds good. Yeah, the, yeah absolutely. Um, oligarchy power players, for sure. Now... Now, we do know for a fact just uh, the Bohemian Grove does exist, and it is a group because there are lawsuits filed against them hmm. because it's an all-male exclusive well, the, group. Uh, we and we know can, the Bilderberg is real, too, so it's really just more a question of what are they right, actually right. – both? What are, are these groups? The, are, yeah. Are both these groups the Illuminati, or are they just rich people hanging out and spending time together? <laughs> right. Now, the lawsuit was because they decided that they were only going to employ – male people to work Mm. and that went against the california state law so that was that but in any case okay next one of the big ones the 9-11 conspiracy theory that 9-11 was an inside job well there's again there are a lot of theories around 9-11 that it's inside job it was you know it was allowed to happen there's all kinds of different crazies they actually took the buildings down with explosives right yeah there's there's a ton of different theories around it. I don't know if we're going to consider... We certainly can't consider all of them individually. That would be too much. Next, though, the Denver airport. I am unfamiliar with that. Who's got that? The Denver airport is another kind of hodgepodge one where they believe that the Denver airport might have been built by the Illuminati, Nazis, reptile people, Bilderberg, you name it. They're all involved (laughs) because of the Supposed tunnels and compounds and things in there, and there's weird murals and and sculptures. And supposedly, if you look at the layout of the airport from the sky, it kind of looks like a swastika. <laughs> so it's led to a lot of things. But I guess if you want to break it down, that underneath the airport, there are tunnels and bomb shelters and shit like that. 
And in true Illuminati fashion, they love to leave little secrets around the place to give away their shit, like putting oh, it on dollars. Yeah. So, but yeah, that is a big one. A lot of people talk about that. They've, they, Jesus Christ, Jesse Ventura went out there and was, was following pipes out to nowhere and shit like that. <laughs> great stuff. Wow. Okay. The FEMA concentration camps. Tell Who me put more. That on the list. Yeah. I'm a little Karen. I don't think it was me, but I, I know there's, it's a conspiracy theory about there's uh, some FEMA area that has piles and piles and piles of coffins, and it's all about gun control and rounding up the people that have guns and putting them in concentration camps because they're it's part of the taking over the United States by the by the Democrats. They're you know just going to put everybody in concentration camps and solve the problem of violence in our society by. Rounding up all the gun owners, that kind of thing. So it's mm. it's the same idea as uh, the Obama is a Kenyan Muslim and wants to take your guns away and it, yeah. that whole deal. and stage okay. a shootout so we can drum up controversy. You right. know, kill kids in an elementary school right. <laughs> to take your guns away, or at a minimum, just <laughs> let it happen because then it, it fuels the you know the con- the conversation about gun control. So yeah, it's the same group of crazies. I tell you, Obama better get on this. He's only got about six months left. I mean, what the hell is he waiting for? <laughs> and rumors rumor is that he's actually going to put marijuana on schedule two, so it can be prescribed by doctors. So I think he's going in the wrong direction here. <laughs> uh, well, the new one I heard is that he actually set up the election th- that with the two most hated people, so that the last minute he could declare martial law and have a, a third term. <laughs> <laughs> He's crafty, that Obama. He's crafty. <laughs> He's fantastic. <laughs> the next one is, uh, to me, it takes a serious turn. The CIA. Wait, wait, and wait, their, wait. Uh, Yeah, you skipped oh, over wait. one. You skipped oh, over. I skipped over one. Yeah. All right. Let's take, let's go back. So then the next one is uh, the Area 51 slash UFOs, the conspiracy that, well, I guess, so the conspiracy is that the aliens crash landed in Roswell and the the US government has been keeping that a big secret or not not keeping it well or <laughs> well it, the, the theory is that any ufo that lands all the ones that have landed are taken to area 51 and taken underground at area 51 that is the storage facility for ufo aircraft mm-hmm. right next to the ark of the covenant yep that too yeah. <laughs> i mean area 51's a tricky one though because for a long time it wasn't acknowledged to actually exist right Dope. I don't want looky lose going out there, and right. then they just had to put up a big sign around the fence that said, "If you cross across this fence, it's well within our rights to shoot and kill you. Right. Expect to be murdered." Yeah. Now they just hang <laughs> out outside by the mailbox. Have you guys ever seen the mailbox outside Area Fifty One that they all love to take pictures by? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by the way, a lot of bases have those areas. Just so, so sure. we're aware. Yeah. I I lived not too far from. Uh, on Wright Patterson, and if you went to approach, there, there's actually a, there's a fence, and then there's a red line like twenty yards beyond the fence, and it has a sign up that says "Sniper Line." Oh shit! That <laughs> it, it, I mean, that that is a real thing, and it's not just Area Fifty One. Sure. <laughs> All right, so along with the idea that the government can take your life, uh, the CIA, I don't know what is behind this, but the idea is that they created AIDS? Correct. They manufactured AIDS back in the 70s in hopes of it killing predominantly uh, the blacks and the gays. Mm -hmm. This one, the Tuskegee experiment makes this one possible, you know? The Tuskegee experiment, for those that don't know, was was an actual experiment that happened in um, Tuskegee uh, uh, South somewhere. Georgia? 
Tuskegee, yeah, I don't remember, Alabama. Or Alabama? Alabama. That sounds right. Yeah, Alabama, Georgia, yeah. somewhere in there. Uh, it was actually a federal federal government experiment. They infected 400 black men in Tuskegee, Alabama with syphilis just to see what happens. And they had scientific theory behind it, but it, they still, they infected 400 men with syphilis. Sure. And they didn't tell them. And it ended in sure. and it ended in like nineteen seventy five. So this was not something they did, you know, way back. This is in nineteen thirty five right. to nineteen seventy five. It was forty years. So the CIA AIDS thing, we've done things that are not that dissimilar. So I don't yeah. know. Well, MK Ultra. We mm-hmm. can discuss that when it comes up to it, but that yeah, seems right. really hardcore to put this thing out in the general public as opposed to a confined, you know. Well, experiment. I'm sure. <laughs> right. But I you know, I I I think if you Again, when you have time, I, I'm we're going to get the condensed version on this show. But the link that I provided, that I'm sure Ray will add to the website afterwards, has a lengthy mm-hmm. explanation, <laughs> lengthy of how this all went down, and uh, you know why it has gotten out of hand since then. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So when was it supposed to have started? You said in the 70s. I'm 70s. curious. Does do you know anything more specific than that? Uh, I will. I don't off the top of my head, but all right. I'm just kind of uh, curious because in the 70s, that is when the uh, George H. W. Bush was the director of the CIA. Hmm. So, right. I'm, I'm curious what how that timeline. Uh, and we all know he's a secret Nazi. So, I mean, it kind of lines up. I'm with you on this one now, Ian. <laughs> it, it it hints at 78, but there are theories that. Uh, you know, take it back further than that. They they are people hint at uh, Nixon's involvement in the program, yeah. but 1978 is when the this particular article. That's why it appeared so suddenly in 1981. Mm. Right, right. Interesting. Well, well, Bush was in there between 76 and 77. So mm, could be. <laughs> so <laughs> would, if they wrapped up the Tuskegee experiment, and then you know moved on to, AIDS. to something a little more, yeah. <laughs> A little more expansive, a little more lethal. Hmm. They're like, hey, this shit works. Let's take it global. (laughs) (laughs) So at number 11 on our list is the Illuminati. Now, I don't know how we're going to do this because the Illuminati wraps into Bilderberg, the Bohemian Grove. I mean, it could easily wrap into the moon landing and JFK. And I mean, it's everything, right? Absolutely. So It's, it's, it's genuinely everything. Not not as much. Again, not from what I've heard, not as much JFK, but, you know, I mean, to this day, things like the the, the Trans-Pacific Partnership yeah, and right. other shady trade agreements like that are absolutely all get credited to the Bavarian Illuminati. And, you know, they try to trace them back to the Masons and other things like of that nature. So, I mean, it's it's a big umbrella. It really is. Uh, it might need to be up there with the Bilderberg meetings. Uh, yeah, maybe we will talk about them all in kind of the yeah. same they, any any sort of global government is what, what they all fall under that umbrella. Okay, so here's what the, right now what I'm thinking is we're going to str- – here's my suggestion. We strike Bilderberg and Bohemian Grove because we know those meetings actually exist. Mm. But the idea behind them that is controlled by these powerful rich people that we could call the Illuminati. Are, are, do you agree with that or is there – Yeah, that works for sure. Is the, is the Illuminati a specific group of people or just the idea of wealthy powerful people? Well, it's a shadowy people? group of people right. secretly running everything. Okay. It's not specific, necessarily specific yeah. people. Okay. And as we all know, the best place to hide is in plain sight. So you have a meeting <laughs> and you call <laughs> So I'm moving Bilderberg and Bohemian Grove down to the non-conspiracy theories with the Tuskegee <laughs> experiment. Oh, hey, you know you never put on the list. You didn't put Flat Earth on there. 
Hey, I didn't put Flat Earth on there. Hey, why don't we put that on here? Yeah, we can throw that in since we just eliminated that other one. Sure. Well, I don't know. Is that a conspiracy theory, though, or just a... Well, it would have to be a huge conspiracy. <laughs> right? Yeah, because I mean... for some reason, NASA keeps telling them it's round. <laughs> I don't know what. True. But the, I mean, the, the, what? how does it qualify as a conspiracy theory? If there's a one or two crazy people, I don't really think that qualifies as it being a conspiracy theory. It's just a crazy idea, right? Nah, I guess you're right. Now, that being said, I did just pull up, before we started recording, there is a recording of a, a an older Muslim imam talking about the fact that he believes that the earth is flat. This was recorded in 2007, I believe, and he has arguments for everything. Like, the one guy asks him, so if you see a ship on the the horizon, you see the mast first, and then you see, you know, more of the ship and more of the ship, and eventually you see the whole thing as it comes over the horizon. His explanation for that is, well, we don't understand how the eyes work. Oh. And you see the top half and the bottom half of your iris are split, so that's why you see the mast first, is because, you know, when things are in the distance, they're blurry, and when as they get closer, they, they, they become... They Instead of rounder, they become straighter. So you get a, a clearer idea as they become closer, and that's why the Earth is flat. <laughs> <laughs> Makes perfect sense to me. I'm a believer. Right. So I don't know. Is that a conspiracy nah, I think theory? You take what flat Earth think? off of. After I just suggested you put it on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Someone get to save by the bell. I need to know. So <laughs> I don't know how we're doing this one either, because the save by the bell theory. I don't even know how to qualify it. <sighs> what is it? Well, of course, it's on the website Illuminati Watcher. <laughs> <laughs> so I've quickly gone through this, and basically it starts off with, hey, they all work for Disney, and we know that Disney is controlled by the Illuminati. That's basically how it starts off with the conspiracy theory. And then it associates Zach Morris, and I am, here's, I've never watched Saved by the Bell. I've seen a couple episodes, but. I've seen a, a ton film, of them, so. so if you have any questions, just let me know. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so Zach Morris, I guess, is a character played by Mark Gosseler? Um, yeah. Yes. Okay. He apparently was able to get into Yale, I think, in the show. So that associates him with the Skull and Bones group, which is, of course, an Illuminati group. From there, we go into the fact that a couple of the people went into porn, although one of them wasn't actually porn. It was Showgirls wasn't exactly a porn movie. No. <laughs> uh, it was a legitimate movie. But it was, she was a stripper. Uh, and what was the guy's name, Screech's name? I forget his. Dustin uh, Diamond. Dustin Diamond. There you go. Uh, he did a porn movie, right? Yeah, he released he a did. tape of himself, I believe. Hmm. Right. Amateur porn. So yeah. It go and then it goes from that into how we can see that the one actress is making a 666 hand gesture in the one promotion picture. <laughs> and from there it goes into how they are promoting Satanism. And I, uh, it's amazing. <laughs> but right. I, I don't Sounds know. Like I like. Wait, you could reverse the theme song in here, and I miss my Satan. We're all saved. <laughs> he is a great one. <laughs> Although I find this very interesting, <laughs> I don't know how it fits in with the rest of the conspiracy theory. Holy smoke! I was going to say at at risk of discrediting myself and sounding unobjective. That sounds like the biggest load of poppycock I have ever heard. <laughs> Just absolute nonsense from start to finish, other than Saved by the Bell was a show, 
and those people did star on it. Well, I threw it up because I was going through my list of stuff, and I saw in the corner, Saved by the Bell, Satanism, Illuminati, and I was just like, copy-paste, this should be a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) But if you want to strike that one immediately, you're more than welcome to. I will not put up an argument for it. (laughs) Yeah, we'll make it an even 10. Get that off the list. But before I do, I just want to read this part. It turns out that Dustin Diamond's book, he claimed that Ed Alonzo performed some sort of Illuminati sex magic, (laughs) similar to what Aleister Crowley practiced with Neil Patrick Harris. What? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know how you make these leaps. Wow. I like the Uh, one where Mark Paul Gossler and Paul Walker are actually the same person. (laughs) Uh, The whole car accident was a body double situation again. Apparently, yeah. They pulled an Uh, Avril Lavigne. Oh, classic. <laughs> As it is now known. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm striking off the list. So we've got, we've, right. I think we've, yeah. we're down to 10 actual conspiracy theories. Okay. All right. So. Hey, wait, before we get started, is there any of these that anybody actually believes? Sure. Uh-oh. Oh, what do you, which ones do you actually honestly believe are true? Well, again, they got bumped, but I mean. No, I, I mean, out of the 10, out of the 10. Out of the 10, I mean, the Illuminati, again, not as small as a group as some Illuminati uh, theorists believe, like where it's just like five people who, you know, nominate all these other people in these smaller groups as like their puppets. But uh, the idea of global government that, you know, the business and uh, intellectual elites of the world have meetings and, and govern the path of things, of everything, I, I absolutely very much plausible. And leaving clues to their existence on dollar bills and murals? No, you don't believe absolutely it? absolutely not. Okay. No, nonsense. That's nonsense, right. yeah. I, I would take out the um, the elite educated class because I think it's more about the, the rich and the powerful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, but right, I mean, so- yeah, when I looked at the, the list of the people who are attending this year's Bilderberg meetings, I mean, it was every country in Western Europe's Minister of Finance was mm-hmm. on that list. Hmm. And every... You know, not every, but big, big CEOs from this country. And it's never people who are, who get a lot of press. It's like the CEO of Alcoa, the CEO of LinkedIn. It was, uh, Henry Kissinger is still on the list oh, Lord. for this year. That, that would the be only, one that I would believe. Uh-huh. Yeah. The only person <laughs> on the list that I did not believe was Senator Lindsey Graham. No way. Oh, yeah. really? I said nonsense. Yeah. All right, so Ian believes Illuminati. Karen, Ray, are there any of these that you believe are true? I'm switching back to the list, sorry. I was going to say, I haven't even stopped. I believe the CIA could have very well... Like, I don't have any concrete evidence. That's what makes them conspiracy theories, but Mm. I'm going to... I'll tell you now, as we start, I am going to fight for Illuminati. I'm going to fight for the CIA making AIDS. I am going to fight for 9-11 as an inside job. Wow. I'm going to fight for JFK. To be honest. Well, I mean, JFK is a tricky one because there are so many different – I mean – Absolutely. Was it the guy in the book de- depository that made the shot? I, no. I am I am willing to <laughs> – yeah, I, I'm definitely going to campaign <laughs> against the lone gunman theory that we have been given. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you right now, out of all these, the one that I absolutely believe is JFK. Everything else – I'm like n- <laughs> right. mostly we're no. This in the, we're doing this in the backward order. Yeah. We're never going to get the <laughs> Absolutely. ones that, that <laughs> if we we're don't sw- believe right. it. Yeah, if we start out swinging at this list with a machete, mm. I'm coming right after Avril Lavigne. Okay, well, I was just asking. <laughs> I just want to know if anybody wholeheartedly believed in any of them. So, we, okay, we got that out of the way. Wholeheartedly, yeah. I'm going to say no to any of them. Okay. There are – we'll get into the details. I, I would say no. I don't wholeheartedly believe 
in any of them. There are there are some that yeah, we're going to get into questions. I I think we should let's just narrow the list. Let's get Avril Lavigne out yeah. of there. Well, now wait a I minute. Agree. Now oh. wait a minute before <laughs> yeah. you strike Avril Lavigne. Right. Remember, we are voting or trying to decide the most plausible whether we whether I believe JFK or not. It is a convoluted fucking tale to get to that end. And I might find it a little more easier that there's a body double of Av- Avril Lavigne no out way. there. Do I, uh, do I don't believe that's true. Well, I mean, it's, it depends. We're going most we- plausible, not what I right. believe there the most. There is no way that she is lucrative enough as a property mm-hmm. that they would go through such a thing. But what's more they plausible? Would have made, they would have made more money saying that she died tragically and re-releasing her first album than may- having her crank out two more mediocre no, albums no, no, no. We're and not- then disappear. We're oh, not... Well, Arguing the validity, we're arguing plausibility. What? Well, I, I don't think it's. I don't what? think it's plausible. I think all the evidence that I've seen is that you're trying to tell me that this. No, picture I'm not of asking Lavina, you. No, 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 not you specifically. <laughs> no, no, but you're, you're. You're. I understand the point that you're arguing, but I'm not arguing that point. I'm just saying. Oh no. What is more plausible, as of like a thing that could actually happen, as opposed to you know what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, I don't yeah, think, I think. I think we was hitting on the uh, the money making scheme. So uh, mm. the fact that they could have, if she would have died, there would have been a huge influx of money right away because they could have re released her stuff. They could have, you know, slowly auctioned off things. Well, she that only she had, had one album at that used. point. The true, but it was big. It was a pretty big album. Right, right and her two follow-ups were meh, meh. Yeah. Now, super meh. One thing that adds to the plausibility is there are a lot of actors and musicians, actually I would say more musicians, that use body doubles to throw off reporters. Right. People I, trying to get pictures, right? Yeah, now, and that's the thing. I mean, I believe that I, – I'm perfectly on board that she might have had a body double at some point because she, oh, sure. she was hugely popular with – young teenage boys and they're a scary bunch honestly so <laughs> they're not that scary <laughs> they can be that scary so the idea that she had a body double i'm on board the idea that the body double took okay, over but no i'm not buying it i have to now let me ask you this is that more believable or less believable that three a ufo crashed in roswell and the and the bodies were taken to area 51 and experimented on and that they were managed to cover up the whole thing of all these people who found this which, to, which one's more believable to you it, uh, see this there's there's the slash in that like again i don't know exactly what goes on at area 51 i'd be more prone to believe that it is a semi-secret government research and development facility than it is the site of you know an alien dissection if you're asking me if i do believe in ufos or no no, no. the existence of aliens that's not what that's area 51 is i, I feel we're strictly covering as this is where they take downed UFOs and do shit with them. As I mean, I believe okay. Area 51 is just an a experimental aircraft center, and people see shit, and that's probably what they're thinking. Well, I think they also take any enemy aircraft there. Any uh, enemy aircraft that they happen to get their hands on, they can take it to Area 51, because it's the most secretive that we know right, of sure. base but that exists. That's right. what we think it really is, but do we think that they're that they have – spaceships from 1947 in there that they've been working on well that's right. the, that's kind of the problem i'm having with this conspiracy that are theory. that are extra yeah i was gonna say that are extraterrestrial in nature right mm-hmm. yes mm, skeptical skeptical okay so one thing that i want to point out here though one thing you were getting at jared is what would be easier to believe and right. i don't mm. want 
I really don't want to get stuck on, well, what would be the easiest thing? To, the easiest thing, I think, to, to do, the, so what would make it most plausible, is to kill Avril Lavigne, one person, and put a, a person in her place. Right. But I don't think that that necessarily makes it the most likely, <laughs> just because it's the easiest to yeah, do. Yeah, I was going to say, this is the same way you tried to torpedo Loch Ness Monster. It's, well, maybe I'm, maybe my my definition of plausible is different than... It is. Okay. All right. Well, it is. There, There's a lot of factors other than easiest to achieve. Like, there has to be motivation behind the achievement. There has to be people willing to perform the act. I mean... Oh, no, I agree, but I'm, I I thought it was... What is the most... Like, the the one that seems more likely to be pulled off? That seemed more likely to me as the same thing with Jackalopes and Loch Ness Monster. I'm like, well... I'm, I'm, <laughs> All right, I'm going to th- I'm gonna throw something... I'm going to throw a curveball here. I am, after looking at the list again, I am going to say that even above any of the others, the ones that we... The one that we should take off the list because it is the absolute least plausible is that Obama has organized FEMA concentration camps to get your guns <laughs> away from you. Agreed. Yeah, I'd have I to agree. say that's less likely than ever Levine, in my opinion. <laughs> I agree because of the part where you told me that there were lots of coffins. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if you... I, really? It seems un, yeah, it seems like an unnecessary feat. If you are looking to round people up and kill them, you're not going to manufacture hundreds of thousands of coffins. That's just wasteful. It is. Right. You're just going to pile the bodies in a trench, throw some lime on top of it, and let them disintegrate. True. As... Mm. as- as people are wanting the to coffins do. are absolutely well, a telltale sign that that is false. And if you've ever seen a FEMA op- operation where there have been a lot of deaths, there are no coffins. They they yeah, bag coffins. the bodies and take them away. It's it's bags. It's yeah, not right. coffins are provided by you know loved ones and and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. It's not not right. by the government. So, that could be where uh, Avril died. One of those camps. <laughs> 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 All right. All the, right. Next, the next one I'm going to say is Denver because I read into this a little bit and it turns out the people of Denver were dead set against this new airport. They did not want it. The old airport, they said, was fine. There was a waste of money, yada, yada, yada. So I think all of this was manufactured. No, wait with- a minute. That I feel that legitimates the armor argument more. Well, if they didn't but, want wait, it and they had a perfectly good when working was airport. airport when, when was this airport built? Uh, early 90s, I think. By secret Nazis? No, no, no. In the early 90s? Oh, yeah. No way. No, no, no. Could be the Illuminati, New World Order. Could be the reptiles. To, again, it could be the reptilian elite. But again, to what end? <laughs> what have they gained by creating this new Denver airport? They, no, it's not what it's not the airport itself. It's what lies beneath the airport. Now, if they're saying that they didn't need it and they had a perfectly good airport and they fought this and yet it still got built, that legitimizes it more. It's a, you know, saying like, well... We really couldn't give a fuck about the actual airport itself. It's oh, what we no. It just means the state wanted more tax money, and they didn't want their budget to shrink. What about so the crazy corridors, the murals? Come on, man. It looks like a goddamn swastika. Open the your murals. eyes, man. Avril Lavigne no. is buried in that fucking airport. <laughs> no way. All right, so the, the, the swastika thing just goes to belittle the argument, because uh, evolutionarily, <laughs> evolutionarily, the human species has has mm. come to the with the ability of recognizing patterns. Yes. And I'm looking right. at the map of that airport and that is not a swastika. I know it's the worst looking swastika ever. It's written yeah. by a child. Right. <laughs> That's just a good way to design an airport. It's got a north, south, east and west wing. Right. Done. 
Right, and uh, it's it's drawn like a swastika drawn by a thirteen-year-old neo-Nazi who doesn't know any better. <laughs> okay, so it's but funny. we so we're okay. I got it. We're arguing. I got it. Okay, I, uh, if that's the case, I can t- I can do that. Take Avril and Denver off. No, we're <laughs> moving down. I, no, no, I see what you're saying. I'm going well, full well, on wait, JFK. What, what was for this the revelation one. that just happened? <laughs> I got it. I can't explain it, but I got it. All right, we'll go with it for now. Yeah. It's not most plausible. It's <laughs> what we think is tr- might be true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the ones that might most more more likely be true. I think that's a okay. Unfortunately, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to knock Area 51 down there too somewhere. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think that the, that aliens exist in the universe. Yes, absolutely, unequivocally, I believe that that they've come and visited here and crash landed. Eh, seems unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, we, I'm with. I are support we, are Karen we taking Avril first? <laughs> yeah, both take them both. Down. Okay. Yeah, and then take Area 51. I mean, we know it exists. Oh yeah. Um, it is not. It is not the Roswell story that we've heard. The crash that occurred in Roswell was not an extraterrestrial vehicle. It was a. It was a weather balloon. Yeah, it was some sort of warplane. It, yeah, it was a, probably an experiment. If it, if they shifted it back to Area 51, it was probably an experimental plane. Agreed. Used to launch chemtrails. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> All right, so we're down to JFK, the Illuminati, the CIA creating AIDS, moon landing, chemtrails, and 911. Uh, let's discuss. I'm gonna, oh, go ahead. Yes, let's. I, I want to poo on the moon landing. <laughs> oh. um, I, it's clearly not fake. NASA has since, you know, anything that it would have generated has since slipped through their fingers. NASA has lost all its government funding. Mm. There's, I, I, th- I feel like there has been countless reports. I think there are telescopes powerful enough to see... Uh, are, am I wrong to see that that there's a, a you know flags yep. or footprints or other markings on the moon? You can see I don't flags. Know about, I know that they have they left a marker, a reflective surface that they can shine a laser at and get feedback from. I didn't think that you could actually see something oh, no. as small as a flag. I think you can. can I you? think there's telescopes yeah. way powerful enough to see that shit. Right. Well, yeah, a lot's been developed since you know. I'm sure the show that I watched <laughs> that talked about sending the laser to the moon and back. So it's possible. In any case, right. yeah, I don't think they had fake. the. Uh, yeah, I don't think they could stage anything that good back in '69. I think right. it's or '67. Yeah, I think, hey, it's a, I think you're discounting how good of a director Stanley Kubrick is. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I am. I did not take that in consideration. What's the I name of that it, movie? I find it amazing. 2001. No, yeah, he said he supposedly directed the fake moon landing. Right. Oh. Right. I find it amazing mm. that they actually got. A essentially a Volkswagen uh, uh, sitting on the top of, of a rocket all the way to the moon and back. I think it's astonishing that that the, the the command module has less computing power than my phone does. But right. I think it happened nonetheless. Right. Well, the arguments against it are ridiculous. Yeah. One being, I think the asteroid belt is one that they argue about. But I think these people think the asteroid belt is like the asteroid belt in Empire Strikes Back. And not like mm. a real asteroid belt where like there is great distances between these a- these asteroids that you could right. easily fly through it. Yeah, there's miles and miles and miles in between yeah. them. So then there's the the uh, the radiation belt. There's all kinds of stuff that that it's easily dismissed. Right, and MythBusters actually addressed one of them as well. They said that you couldn't make footprints in the dust on the moon because of I don't remember what it was gravity or no something. moisture there's no moisture. no moisture and so gravity it, the gravity that exists would just pull it and it wouldn't actually leave a footprint but they recreated and it makes footprints so it's nonsense take it off well, one last thing the movie i was mm-hmm. talking about is called room 237 oh we it, reviewed that on prodigal sons 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought you did. Yeah. So it's it's basically a movie showing how The Shining was Stanley Kubrick's way of saying, yes, I did fake the moon landing. What? And here's all the evidence. What? And oh, it's all it's, there's more than just that, Shining. though. There's so it many is. ridiculous theories. It, I, I, fuck Brian Edsel for making us watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Wow. Doesn't matter. Average. He doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Savage cross network burn, but yeah, let's dump the moon landing. Okay, so that gets us down to five. Chemtrails, they're next. Chemtrails, chemtrails, yeah. and fluoride. Yeah. Chemtrails chem has got to go. Oh yeah, yeah. And wow, no has argument to whatsoever to keep the chemtrails. No, there's, I mean, I, I like that you linked it with with fluoridization, with putting fluoride in the water, and I think it really does just strengthen tooth enamel. <laughs> <laughs> it, it might have unfortunate side effects, but we didn't know that at the time, and we're learning it now, so maybe we'll take fluoride right. out of the water now. It's just crazy. Right. I mean, I must say that one of my edge relatives actually got drunk one night and started spouting off about chemtrails. It was quite disturbing. <laughs> well, that's the thing is that the chemtrail – every time I talk to somebody about chemtrails, they can never – it's always a different thing that the chemtrail is doing. One guy was telling me, mm. oh, he's – they're purposely making it hotter so you use more electricity during the summer. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. they're, they're going through all that fucking shit to why, I go, why not just jack the price of electricity up? This seems like a really <laughs> odd way to make me use more electricity. <laughs> and then well, uh, uh, keep the, I, keep I, the populace docile. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that. I've heard mind control. I've heard a, a look, just straight up fucking poison. Mm. And I'm like, to what end? To, why? Why would the government do that? So in the actual conspiracy theory for chemtrails, the only part of it that that I remember is it being a distributing drugs to keep you passive, mm-hmm. to keep you in line. And is that like is that the key to it, or is it is it just anything? Is it well? Yeah, there's eight different theories, or you know, okay. twenty five different theories. Everybody's got their own spin on it. That doesn't seem to be working out too well. That whole passive thing. Yeah, exactly. yeah, That's it really doesn't. Did someone just try to kill Donald Trump yesterday? <laughs> couple days ago, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. How did I miss this? I didn't get very far. <laughs> okay. he, he, he's a foreigner. Yeah, he's one of the goddamn people from the UK. <laughs> yeah, he tried to pull a gun out of a cop's holster and shoot Donald Trump with it. Yeah. Wow. The, the best that I saw on Facebook, though, was like, uh-oh, the time travelers are starting up now. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice. So in case uh, in case anybody from the UK happens to hear this, Karen is not racially biased against people from the UK. She's actually from the UK, so she gets to do that. <laughs> so she hates white people? What are you saying? <laughs> no, it's the Chinese. Anyway. Only ones that don't hold doors. <laughs> That's an entirely different story. It is. All right, we're down to four. Yep. And man, they're getting they're getting to be all government. Yeah, this is tough. This is a tough mm-hmm. one right here. Boy, this is a JF- Sophie's choice of conspiracy theories. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, would, I want to talk about the JFK one for a second because there's a couple different theories involved here. I mean, I think the possibility that um, Lee Harvey Oswald is that's his name, right? Lee Harvey Oswald, absolutely, was a was convinced or talked into shooting JFK. That part I would believe because he was a loser and he was manipulatable, and that is all possible. The rest of it, the magic bullet theory, all the rest of it, I'm not buying that. But that's well. If you buy that that Lee Harvey Oswald was the only shooter, then you have to believe the magic bullet theory. True. So yes. yeah, I, and I don't think it was a magic bullet. I think it was just you you know positioned in a weird way, and it and bullets um they tumble after they hit things. So I think that was all possible. I absolutely do not believe the magic bullet theory. Mm. It is too ridiculous 
And in the end, the bullet shows up in a pristine condition after hitting that many things and flying in that many different directions. There are so many holes in the JFK thing. It drives me insane. <laughs> the fact that he mail orders a rifle to be traced back to him when he, he lived in Texas and could have bought one at any store with a fake name and walked out of there. The fact that it was an old crappy bolt action rifle and the, the managing to get off that many shots in like 5.7 seconds or something like that with precision marksmanship on a moving target. Yeah. Mm. I mean, there's just so many more. I'm trying to think. Well, the, the Zabruder film was the only film of it actually, of actually happening and the vital part of it is blocked by a sign. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, you know, and they, there's, I think there's four shots and they know one of them struck somebody on the street. Um, he got nicked by a bullet. So that leaves three bullets for the like multiple wounds that Governor Connolly and, mm. uh, and JFK got. And that's how you get the magic bullet theory. Considering all the things that JFK wanted to do, you know, he wanted to, d- to change a lot of things in his time. Mm. And they were not happy with him after the Bay of Pigs and all that other shit. I mean, to believe that the government might have killed him back in the sixties when, Leaders were getting killed left and right. Yeah, to me, it's believable, man. Oh, absolutely. All right, but but was was Rafael Cruz involved as well? Is that- <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Jesus, come on now. Everybody knows that. Uh, I get all I my I get all my news from the internet. I only know what's on the internet. <laughs> you don't spawn the Zodiac Killer when you're not involved in that much stuff already. Exactly. I guess the problem with it is, is it's all too inexact. I mean, there are there are all these theories, but nothing really is provable, which is why right, it's like because a, all the documents remain classified for no reason. That's mm-hmm. the other thing too. There are that are do- there are documents that are locked up to what is it like twenty thirty six? Yes, just to make sure that everybody's dead that could be connected to it. Why? If if it was a lone gunman, why do that? Yeah, right. I, that and then just the whole Warren Commission. Oh, mm. my goodness. Yeah, they hire a guy that, that JFK fired as head of the CIA <laughs> to, to head up his investigation? Yeah. That's odd. Um, I, heard right, a new so th- I heard a new theory today, mm? or I Just actually today? heard it a couple weeks ago, but someone uh, reminded me about it today, that some people think that one of the Secret Service men accidentally shot JFK that final blow. Oh. That he was – that's because of the gunshots that were going off, he pulled his weapon out, and since the cars were all moving, he moved down – and that's how you get that low trajectory shot right into the huh. back of his head. That's not proven either, but you know, or maybe he was in on it and he was just that exactly. he was the actual assassin. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. We'll find out in twenty thirty six. Exactly. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do a recap show. All right, JFK is won't. not coming off anytime soon. So no, 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 no. All right, I'm going to take a stab at this one. How about we uh, say next is uh, the nine eleven conspiracy? Okay. <laughs> oh, over the, okay, well, I know easy. Ian's going to make a case for the CIA and AIDS, but I would believe 9-11 being an inside job over that. Interesting. Prove me wrong, Tell me son. more. Prove me wrong. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know more about the CIA and the AIDS. Okay. Well, again, we did. We we had. Um, you know, there was more background. I mean, the CIA. You know, the medical profession um, has. Uh, you know, probably continuing recently. They're just better at keeping things <laughs> quiet. They experimenting on humans is the oldest and most, you know, usable tactic in the book. I mean, the head, John Hopkins, who's got hospitals named after him because he cured scarlet fever. How do you do that? He found a bunch of nurses, gave them all scarlet <laughs> fever, 
And good luck. Yeah. Well, and they often use um, nuns in experiments. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, well, wait, yeah, explain to me because the one part that you were going to you were going to tell us about was how they plan to contain it and how it somehow got out uh, out of oh, control. Well, again, yeah. because you know when you if you want to eliminate the homosexual population from the United States, an unknown disease is an incurable disease. You know, at least in the immediate. Right. And there was a a rash of free hepatitis B vaccine programs that cropped up in the late 70s and early 80s that were uh, free for gay men to join hmm. this experimental vaccine program. And that is, you know, a large part of where they pe- they think they, you know, mixed in AIDS with this alleged vaccine in hopes that they didn't know that, you know, it was going to spread beyond you know, you can't you can't know that when you're experimenting with with a new virus like this. You can do you know a finite amount of research, but you know, and you're hoping that anything that does spread outside of the homosexual community, you know, is is minimal, and the people will die quickly before it you know spreads Friends. further. Mm-hmm. How what about the black? How did they plan to get the blacks with it? Actually, before I even ask that question, <laughs> mm-hmm. why did the CIA hate the homosexuals so much? <laughs> and why did they just hate the homosexual men? What about the homosexual women? This didn't target them at all. Because everybody's comfortable with them. We, no, nobody knows that, exactly. Karen. Come on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so, but yeah, why were they targeting gays, though? The same reason we hate gays now, because they're gay. Yeah. Simple as that. They make you feel icky. And All right, it's, I, I, it's, Karen, Ray, I don't know where you guys lie on this as believability over 9-11. I mean... Well, I mean, the, my problem is, is I think back to things like the Tuskegee experiment, and I know that it's possible. Right. Um, exactly, but we also okay. In nine eleven's defense, with- we know that shit like the Gulf of Tonkin was a bullshit thing to get us into the Vietnam. Absolutely, Correct. and I, I, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm not going to. I'm, I'm going to help you fight to keep nine eleven. All right, there yeah. As well. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not pro one and anti the other. I mean, the CIA experiments. Like, are you guys familiar with MK Ultra? That doesn't that sound familiar. One on me. The I love CIA, that. CIA. The, the, it, it was a CIA mind control program. That they ran back in the 60s. I think it started in the 50s and, uh, they had to bury it around 64 because it, it got leaked that they were, that they were doing mind control experiments on human guinea pigs. Oh shit. Uh, it was all sorts of, they used LSD, mm-hmm. they used sexual abuse, they used sensory deprivation, um, all sorts of crazy torture, uh, in hopes of mastering mind control. Mm. I gotta tell you. The stuff that the CIA does is not not terribly far from the crazy experiments that Mengele and the Nazis were doing. Can we okay, then I'm having a problem here. Can we have a four-way tie? <laughs> Is that possible? Wait, what's what's the what's the, oh the Illuminati? Yeah, because I can't discount the Illuminati either. Yeah. No. No, I think I think uh Well so uh, let me qualify a little bit. The Illuminati the okay, if we define the Illuminati as there being a group of people who try to influence the world. That's a very loose definition. If we right. define the Illuminati the way that a lot of the conspiracy theorists define it, in that it has symbols on our money, that it involves the Freemasons, that like if if you do the full Illuminati spectrum, that's crazy. <laughs> and right, be- the, the traditional Bavarian Illuminati, I would say probably not as likely as all these other ones that are aspects of, you know, globalization. Right. Is there a, you know, a small slash medium-sized group of people, uh, rich and powerful, trying to control the world? Oh, yeah. That's happening. 
But does it consist of the Queen, the Gettys, the Rothschilds, the Vatican, and the Colonel Sanders before <laughs> no. he went to Trump? You wrote yes. that down somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I had to. <laughs> I uh, again, I find that that they benefit from not having figures as public as some of the ones that are mentioned in the original triumvirate. Sure. Well, you just look, oh. look at like uh, the TPP and what it actually is. Yeah. I mean, that is a, a, a complete boondoggle for corporate America. Right. It's amazing. Or corporate, global corporations. It has, doesn't do us any good whatsoever. And yet everybody's on board. So. Except Bernie. Well, <laughs> well, no, he's, he's against it. <laughs> right. Everybody else is on board. Right, bought and paid yeah, that's for. That's what Ray said. Yeah. Except, except for Bernie, right? Except for Bernie. I'm on, okay. So, I hear you. Yeah. Now. All right. So the idea that the Illuminati is a vast conspiracy that consists of going all the way back to our founding fathers, that it has symbols all over Washington D.C. and the architecture. Uh, yeah. The 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 clues and the secrets hidden into things. Like again. That seems silly, but I do believe that it's been ongoing for that long. I'm like, even though the Bilderbergs claim they've only been meeting since, you know, the middle fifties, I, <laughs> no, yeah, much longer yeah, than the that. The other stuff has gotten easier since then. Yeah, the other it, stuff is frosting the other, on the cake, you know? Right. I, I have no reason to think that some of the, I would say a majority of the quote unquote clues and symbols, I think they were just, they were not legitimately put there by the Illuminati. To lead people to the Illuminati. I think there were people, you know, artists, architects, and, and people like that that were, like us, contemplating and caught up in this this idea, or at the time, this fantasy, and they wanted to work that into their art. Mm. Sure. I don't think it was a group of 33, <laughs> 33rd level master masons <laughs> that met and said, we're going to put secret clues in our money. No. Agreed. I mean, I th the, the concept of an Illuminati-type organization is absolutely valid, I think. But the existence of that one specific thing that has you know come through time in the United States is, is bunk. Correct. All right. Then I'm moving it down. All right. All right. <laughs> all right, Jared. We made tell us, progress. Tell us, <laughs> yeah, tell us about 9-11. Yes. Oh, well, I guess it all depends on which part of it you believe. Uh, all right. Well, first off, let's, let's, let's go to the parts that I absolutely believe. One, George Bush, W, was just a puppet. He was a, a, a puppet, basically just a, a figurehead. And Cheney was in control. And Cheney is a very, very self-centered evil person. <laughs> All right. So with that in mind, the idea that is this have that he did this to 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 benefit himself slash Lockheed Martin mm -hmm. and other weapon manufacturers and things of that nature. Exactly. That's what I think of when I think of the nine one one conspiracy. So maybe Jared. Okay. Will, will okay. Correct I'll tell you. Me, I'll tell you what I believe. Okay. I'll tell you what people say, and then I'll tell you what I think might be true. Sure. The the, the craziest is that the whole thing is orchestrated. That the planes had nobody on them. And that they were filled with explosives or that the building was filled with explosives. And it was all set up so they could invade Iraq mm -hmm. and get the oil, which they never did. Or, or and get into, you know, to start more wars. Mm. That is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you ask Which me. Which part? The, the empty planes or the war profiteering? The empty planes, the explosives, all that shit. Right. Okay. Yeah, you can right. talk now, to the families because of the people Cheney that is died, definitely so. Cheney is definitely a war profiteer. Right. Yeah. I mean, but if yeah. you ask me to believe that. They might have known that some planes were going to get hijacked, which obviously we know there was a memo saying that bin Laden was going to attack on early September and the memo was tossed away. 
We know that. That's true. That came out. And that they didn't do anything about it because at the time, George Bush was at an all-time fucking low approval rating. And that, say, like a couple planes get hijacked and there's some hostages and some shit goes down and we get him out and his approval rating goes up. Maybe we can attack somebody. And they're like, yeah, this all sounds great. And then it got completely out of fucking control and they had no idea that they were going to crash him into fucking buildings. And Mm. obviously they were like, well, this is even better than we could have expected. Now we can invade any country and anybody will believe it. Let's go to Iraq, which had nothing to do with it. (laughs) That's what I believe. That they knew, didn't do anything, and never expected it to get out of control the way it did. They didn't expect buildings to fall and that many people to die. I would, I would hope that they would, they were, I mean, I remember seeing the, the, the look on his face when he's told and he's sitting in that kindergarten class. He looks pretty horrified over the whole thing. So, oh, no. Right. Uh, on top of all that, I don't think he had any clue what was going on. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I don't think he – Shane. Okay. I, I go back to that puppet master thing that Ray said. Yeah, if whoever orchestrated it, I know Bush was not in on it. Okay. Right, right. Yeah. So the one thing that I wanted to follow up with the whole Cheney thing and the fact that I said that I think Cheney is absolutely evil, the one thing that I would, would say about him is he is a patriot. I don't think – he would be responsible for choreographing for having these planes fly into buildings. That's just crazy. Your theory that he knew something was going to happen, but we can handle it and we can use it to our advantage. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's, that's harder to argue against. Yeah. I would, I would, I would say that that is probably, you know, it's, that's one of the most plausible things we've discussed because again, then that's what it was. It was more or less martial law after that. Oh, yeah. Bush Cheney organization could pass any law that they wanted. They could change, rewrite all the laws of the land. And they, they did. Could, like you said, they did. They could invade whoever they wanted. Anytime they wanted to kill some people or change some more laws, all they did to do was parade Tom Ridge out mm-hmm. and he had to say, oh, threat levels up to orange. Uh, ignore what we just did last night. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, every day, every day for, 11 years that went on. Well, that's the thing. 9-11 made the government – I mean, it's basically changed the United States drastically it has. in the way we, things that can be done. The Patriot there, Act alone. Right. There's post-9-11 and pre-9-11 now. Yeah. America. So – but again, was that their end goal? I don't think so, but but I still think that they took advantage of this. And on top of that, they're yes. like, hey, why don't we let some of our – you know, Halliburton and all these other companies. Let's make a little buck. I mean, there's a th- like this is like a perfect cake landed on them, and they're like, "This is delicious." We there's so much of this we can eat. <laughs> there's so many parts. We're gonna eat this whole fucking cake. <laughs> all right. So in a complete reversal, here's what I'm gonna say: that in the 9/11 conspiracy, when you say 9/11 conspiracy, it is associated with the fact that it is an inside job that. The, the planes were directed by the government or that the government used explosives to take down those buildings. There's an argument that the plane that hit the Pentagon wasn't a plane at all, that it was a missile. So the conspiracy theory as a whole, we're all agreed that that is, is false. really, right. really unlikely. Yes. 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 Okay. So I'm going to move it down the list because yeah, of that. I was going to say 9-11 uh, might have to go. If, the, if that's the full conspiracy, yes. Because the idea here is that it is, that that's the conspiracy and not that something, you know, something was going wrong. Because we all know. Well, maybe we don't all know. But I think that 
the four of us might agree that the whole the the whole reasoning for invading Iraq was just made up. Yeah, there were reasons. Correct. Okay, this is my opinion. There were reasons to invade Iraq, but the stupid weapons of mass destruction propaganda that they did that was just made up. Yeah, and yeah, it was, was made up because of the nine one one stuff. Well, I think I mean he had chemical weapons. Yes, he used them on his own people. So he had weapon that is classified as a weapon of mass destruction. He had them, yes. Yeah, absolutely. but I don't think they're they weren't saying they weren't worried about chemical weapons. You no, know, right? Not, that was not, not the reason us. for invasion. It was the enhancement of uranium. That was the reason for the invasion. They came up with the idea that we can do anything and we don't have to follow the UN because nine one one. It was the the golden ticket, mm. so to speak, of allowing them to do whatever they wanted. So in any case, I'm moving it off the list because I don't think the full conspiracy is very plausible. Sure. I'm with you. All right. So now we're down to the two hard ones. Yeah. The JFK magic bullet and the, the CIA uh, yeah. created AIDS. I'm willing to split the pot. I like that idea. <laughs> I, I, I'll chop the pot on this I one. like that idea. I am, I am pretty confident that both of these are anywhere from 90 to 100% true. <laughs> Well, wow, really? I, I, I find it interesting, though, because, I mean, JFK, you can find parts of the conspiracy theory true and other parts not. But the CIA AIDS thing, it's all or nothing. Well, I'm not sure about that because the CIA – I mean, I can definitely see – I mean, with everything that we've talked about, the CIA getting their hands on HIV, AIDS, and doing experiments. But the idea that they – I think if you add in the idea that they specifically were targeting homosexuals and, and blacks. That's where I, I lose it too. Yeah. Well, I thought they actually traced back like you know, patient zero of uh, in the United States because it, it, I thought that the you know, epidemiology wise, they figured out that it came from uh, monkeys in Africa that somehow got transmitted to humans in Africa. Right. And that there was right. you know, patient zero in America who was in Africa or – had I don't I don't I don't know relations with somebody that that would that I thought they actually found your patient zero in America. I believe so. I don't know that as a fact. I believe you're correct mm. because it was originally what's the word for the I can't think of it. It was SIDS S I D S. The word for monkeys. The scientific word for simian Simi simian primates. Yes, <laughs> simian. Thank wow. you. So oh, yeah, right. that's where it came from. Actually, so Gaetan Dugas is a. Canadian from Quebec, flight attendant, widely reported as patient zero for AIDS in presumably in the Western Hemisphere. So cool. So where are we going with that? Yeah, I, I'm I'm less inclined to believe that the CIA had something to do with it in that case because we the, actually the know. Thing, yeah, of, we of, actually of, we actually found patient zero for the Western Hemisphere. Yeah. Also, the whole targeting of the gays thing is throwing me off on this. Why so? Just, I feel like the CIA's got like more important shit on their hands. Like, what? I don't understand why. Who made this? Like, who told them to do this? They're just on their own. They're just like, fuck it. We're so sick of these gay guys. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> right, because the hatred against gays is. I mean, normally that is a religious based hatred. That is a you know, it's it's from religious dogma. CIA is not It's not really a very known to be a religious organization. Obviously, in the fifties and sixties, a little bit mm -hmm. more so because they were red flagging anyone who was an atheist. Now, if but you told me it was the FBI and it had something to do with. Uh Give me director of FBI back in the 60s. Uh, oh, Hoover? Hoover? Yeah. Uh -huh. And you know how he kind of might have been a little bit gay and he might have pulled like an Omar M mm. Mateen thing where he's like, I hate the gays so much. We need to create a disease to kill them all. <laughs> or if the Catholic Church was behind it. That's it. I'm going JFK's number one. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. I think we've argued ourselves into a corner there. I think that's the case. Ian? I don't like things being left in the air. It'll just haunt me. So I'm going to concede <laughs> and say JFK. And I, I'm, uh, yeah, I will concede. I, with- I don't like to let the government off lightly. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, they got number two. I'm thinking that, I'm thinking that they are. Well, then they're they're part of they're the major part player in number yeah, one. That's too. True, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think. No, I think that the, the government certainly had a role in um in the spread of AIDS because they did not give grant money and they did not su- support the gay community in this obvious problem that was happening. They didn't care at all that hundreds of people or thousands of people were dying. So right, they had Correct. they had a role. Absolutely. Did they start it? Eh. I think what we absolutely learned is that. Nobody on the profane argument trusts the government since they were the top four. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I kind of have the same argument with JFK, though. I mean, I still – I'm willing to go as far as that Lee Harvey Oswald was a dupe, but that's about as far as I'm willing to go with that. I think it was a conspiracy to kill JFK because he was inconvenient. But you know, the whole idea of multiple shooters and all that stuff, eh, I'm not buying that, but I'll still put it at the top. In addition to that, the fact that Lee Harvey Oswald was killed by – wasn't he a police officer? Oh, that's right. No, Jack – how can Jack, I forgot Jack, Jack Ruby. Ruby? That makes no sense what Jack Ruby yeah, did. Yeah, because, I mean, he, he he killed him before he could testify. It was yeah, – was was ba- And he was a bag man for the mob. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He was a, he was a mob guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. JFK wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Absolutely. I, 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 I'm comfortable with that. Okay. I think that CIA and AIDS is still very plausible. But again, you're right. There's no, you know, other than them being generally hated, there's no real need to exterminate the gays, you know, urgently that they would need to manufacture a virus just because, you know, there was a hepatitis B vaccine program. And then one year later, a lot of people involved with that program suddenly had AIDS. That's definitely a, you know, causation versus correlation thing. Um, So that does not prove anything. It's a strong second. JFK on the, Mm. it is. I give it a solid number two. <laughs> and they certainly had a, and they certainly, like I said, had a, had a part in it, but not in causation. Yeah. Okay. I'm happy. We're okay. all happy. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I think, uh, I think that's all we're going to do for this week. So if anyone has any comments, questions, or if you'd like to uh, ask us anything about beliefs or anything you're skeptical about, really, please feel free to leave something in the comment area on our website, profaneargument.com. Um, I will also be posting this on Reddit. If you'd like to uh, leave a comment there, feel free. I would also want to encourage anyone, if you are looking for podcasts, check out the soon-to-be-named network, soon-to-be-named-network.com, where you can find all the other shows, all the other podcasts that start with the letter P, as well as Longbox Heroes. <laughs> uh, they're all on there. There's There's something for nearly anyone. So I want to thank everyone for listening. And until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you, everyone. Good night, and may your God go with you.